What's up, manga fans? It's your boy, the Hollywood Kid, back at it again on the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast, uh, flying solo yet again for another episode of Luke's Like This Manga, Read That Manga, Like That Manga, Read This Manga. Seven episodes in, still haven't got a lockdown on that title. Like That Manga, Read This Manga. There you go. That's what the note says. So it must be right. Oh my goodness. Uh, yes, but you know how it is that we be doing this, me and my hashtag like that legion. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I want to point out before we get down to business that uh, that last week's episode of the Like That Manga, Read This Mangas on Overlord, uh, it did turn out to be a little bit of a sleeper hit. Oh my goodness. It was, it was overtaking the main Manga Monday episode and Nefarious Jim was getting all hot and bothered over it. Oh no. Oh my goodness. But, you know, now that I've said that, what do you see? By the time this goes live, we'll have minus downloads on that, probably. Uh, but, oh, jeez. I guess people just really wanted to hear about the, the trials of Club Penguin Eternal. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, but there you go. Uh, and that wasn't even one that we liked. So, <laughs> but that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes. Oh, my goodness. But, yes, you know how it is that we do it. Uh, we What we do here is go back to Monday on the Manga Mondays, on the Patreon Early Access Manga Mondays, I might add, the full Manga Monday experience available uh, on the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast Patreon. And this week, we covered friend of the show, Antonio's pick, Kaguya-sama, Love is War. Oh my goodness, the mind game shenanigans on display. Wow. And me and Jim, we enjoyed it. Yeah, we enjoyed it. Yeah, we liked it quite a bit. But it was very, it was very brainy. I mean, you, you gotta be switched on when you're reading that. You know, the old maid mind games. Oh my goodness. Say it ain't so. And I'm a simple man at heart. We all know this. So a lot of that just goes over my head. And I like even volume, I'm on it volume 18. And uh, half the time it goes over my head. Although I will say that, uh, you Ishigami is a gem. Uh, if you know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Oh my goodness. But, uh, yeah, we're going for something a little bit more, a little bit on my street, perhaps, this week. Uh, well, obviously, it's my show, so this is all my street. You know, a little a little bit up more my alley, if that makes sense. Yes, indeedy. Because here this week, uh, for the recommendation, we have something uh, like, it's got the romantic comedies going on, just like they did in the Kaguya-sama Lover's War, but... Uh, subtract all that mind game shenanigans, uh, but just add in big feels. You know, we do like big feels over here. So that is a surefire recipe for deliciousness. Oh my goodness. Yes, it is a, the manga known as Horimiya. So yes, this is Horimiya, written by Hiro, drawn by Daisuke Hagiwara. Bada bing, bada boom. Hori-san Amiyamura-kun. The girl is known as Hori-san and the guy is known as Miyamura-kun here on the cover. This is volume one. This is coming at us from Yen Press. Back at it again, the double bill from Yen Press. Oh my goodness. Uh, and yes, they did Overlord, which we weren't so hot on last week. But uh, we, we are pretty hot on this one uh, without spilling the beans, ladies and gentlemen. Oh my goodness. Uh, but yes, we have here Horimiya. Now this is, you might have heard about this. You know, this was pretty uh, on topic. This was pretty uh, making the rounds on on the old anime 
seasons, the winter season, this was the, the little romantic comedy that could. You know what I mean? Because, like, let's face it, right? You know, this is shonen romantic comedy. And we've even done a couple of shonen romantic comedies here at Weird Science Mag and Anime Podcast Towers, where the magic happens. Uh, but, like, let's let's face it, you know? Like, what, what do you get? You get, there's always a catch. There's always something going on. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they're playing the mind games with the old maids. Maybe there's five quintuplets. Maybe he has to do the tutoring. And, and and it's the literary sleep beauties of the forests and the Thumbelina supercomputers. You know what I mean? There's always something going on to make it. And, you know, you have to stand out in the market. That's true. But with this series, this series is interesting because it doesn't stand out. You know, this is just your run-of-the-mill romance, high school shenanigans romance. But when you're in the market and everybody's trying to stand out just by not standing out at all, you already stand out. You know what I mean? When everyone's super, nobody is. The mortal words of Mr. Syndrome from The Incredibles. Classique. Oh my goodness. But you know what I mean? Like, and, and take a look at this. Chapter one, uh, or page one, as they call it in, in this volume. Uh, only like 36 pages. But it does a solid little job of introducing all your cast and, and having a good time. But we'll get, oh, we'll get into it. You know, slow your roll, Luke. We haven't even started talking about the chapter yet oh my goodness uh, yes but this is the horror me uh, and and before anyone asks yes i am fully fully intentionally trying to cash in on that anime that anime money you know what i mean that get them listeners from the anime uh, on board by the big i haven't watched the anime yet but from what i've heard everybody everybody seems to like this series quite a bit uh, i've not heard a bad thing about it uh, and it just seems to be a little wholesome uh, you know, a short and sweet romance, and sometimes that's all the doctor ordered. No complex, no complexities, no mind games. Oh, jeez, I'm not, I'm not putting too much shade on Kaguya-sama, but sometimes it does go over my head, and uh, so this is a lot more up my street. But we'll kick things off. This is page one, as I was saying. We have a nice little color page at the start. This is something that uh, me and my buddies was talking about. Uh, Hori San here, her hair seems to change color rapidly. Like, <laughs> I'm, lo- I'm looking, I'm no hair titian, okay? I'm, I'm looking and I think like maybe like a, 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 a brown, a hazel color perhaps in the, in this cover. But then uh, in the color page, it looks like very dark brown almost. Maybe like, well, Mia Murray's got the black hair, but her hair looks pretty dark brownie and, and the hazel eyes. I've got hazel eyes too. Oh my goodness. But, uh, but then when you get into it, she's got like, what, well, now it's black and white, but it looks to be blonde hair. So I'm very confused. That is the mystery, the enigma of Hori San's hair over here. Oh my goodness. But we'll get into it nonetheless. We have here page one, nice little, um, Nice little title page. And we have Hori-san looking all bright and bubbly with her strange colored hair. And Mia Murasan looking very, you know, very much like the, 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 uh, he's got the overgrown hairs and the, and the glasses and he's all, they compare him to an otaku later on. Like he, he has that kind of shut-in vibe going on here. But maybe there's more than meets the eye in this case. Oh my goodness, dear listener. We'll have to find out and see. But we go into chapter one and we have, I bet everybody has a side. 
they don't show anyone else. That's our opening line. And then we see here, it is in the school. Shenanigans underway. Morning, Hori. Morning, Yuki. So you have Yuki-chan and Hori-chan here. And Yuki's saying, oh, will you let me, you know, borrow your old English homework? I forgot to do it. And we have English, first period. Oh, no. Uh, so we get the sense here that Ohori, she's popular. She's got good buddies. Uh, and, you know, she's nice. She's letting her, her buddy Yuki-chan uh, copy the English homeworks before class. There you go. You, I owe you one. By the big. And then also Yuki says, oh, a friend from school asked me for your email and info. What should I do? Should I give it to him? Uh, and she's like, no way. If if this guy didn't ask me himself, turn him down. Okay. Uh-huh. Again. So we get the sense that, you know, maybe Hori's, she's no, Hori's no pushover here, you know? Like, she's not going to just give out all her contact details willy-nilly to some Johnny come lately on the emails. No way. She's looking for something more. And this isn't the first time that that's happened either. Yuki's trying to be the wingman here. English homework wingman, but uh, it's not happening. And then uh, Yuki drops down erasers on the floor, and then we see this Mia Mura dude with the glasses walking up, and he's like, oh, you dropped your eraser, Hori-san. And then he just walks away, and Yuki's like, oh, that Mia Mura, he is one, he's one gloomy dude. He gives off that total otaku vibe. <laughs> and then they have uh, their imagination here of uh, of Miyamura staring at this anime girl statues and he's saying Moe. I looked this up. Moe is like, uh, actually, I'll tell you what. At the end of the volume, for the uninitiated, at the end of the volume, they have little translation notes here. So I'll say that Moe here is geeky, fetish-like, steady on, obsession with something cute, uh, usually a certain category of girl, maids, or little sisters. Uh Uh-oh, steady on. Uh, or a piece of clothing, glasses, school uniforms, also used as an interjection when something triggers this obsession. So that's like, it's just something cute, pretty much. But it's that part of that otaku, you know, everything's moe and all this crazy stuff and statues and body pillows and all that weird stuff, by the big. But we have, yeah, that's the vibe that he's, uh, he's, he's putting out there with this look and just this general mood he has about him. But they're like, okay, never mind all that. Uh, do you want to go to the karaoke's today? Yuki's trying to s- set up the fun times. But Hori-san, she's like, oh, nah, I'll pass. And we get more of the internal monologue here from Hori-san. She's like, unless you try to find out for yourself, you'll never get a glimpse of what someone else is really like. And then they're off. They're all, they're all off to the karaoke's. Hori-san waves them off. And she's like, you know, she's smiling. And they're like, oh, yeah, maybe next time. But then... That, that smile turns into frown. Turn that smile upside down into frown. I think that's pretty much how things were. Well, that goes for me too. Oh my goodness. We see that Hori-san is hiding something behind the scenes. Oh no. And we go back to Hori's house. Uh, she's doing up her hair. And then it's boom. It's chore, house chore Hori on the case. She's got the duster. She's got the vacuum cleaner. She's going wild. Oh my goodness. And then she realized, uh oh, time's up. Gotta go pick Sota up. And then we got more monologues. Since I was a kid, my parents' job have them super busy. It's my duty to take care of my little brother, so I don't have time to be hanging out with the friends at the karaoke's. 
and on the way back from school. She's busy. She's got to, you know, got to keep the house up and running. This house would fall down without Hori-san. Oh, my goodness. And to take care of little Soda, he, we see he's, like, in the preschools and she's picking them up. And even they're walking home and they're like, da-da-da. And then, uh-oh, they see some of the high school girls laughing. And they're all going shopping. They're looking for the, the hunky cash register dudes. Oh, my goodness. Uh, but, you know, she's kind of looking at that. And she's like, oh, yeah, there you go. They're all off having a good time. And it's like, it's no big deal once you're used to it. But still, this is a side of me I don't want my friends to see. She's a little embarrassed. As you can imagine, she's a high school girl. You know, it's all about keeping up appearances. You don't want to be uh, parading around town like she's not got the makeups on, you know, and she's she's not she's just wearing her her chore outfit. So you know she doesn't really want to be. She doesn't want her friends seeing her like this. You know how it is. Shenanigans. Oh jeez. And that's my daily routine. At least it was. Whoa! Trouble in paradise. On the next page, we open up and it's the next day. Uh, Hori San's doing the laundries. And then Sota walks in, Oni-chan, that's what he calls uh, his big sister. And she's like, oh, hey, welcome back, Soda. Oh, Soda's got the nose blades. Oh, jeez, Soda, what did you do? Jeez, he fell. And there's this other dude. And the funny thing is that she's so obsessed with Soda and bleeding and she's trying to get them all cleaned up that she doesn't realize that there's this other guy that's come in to the house with Soda. Uh, and we get our first look at him here when he says, it looks like he's okay, so I'll be going. Now, this dude's looking pretty crazy. He's got the striped t-shirts. He's got the fancy armbands. He's got the piercings on the ears and even like the little clip on with the, with the, with the mouth piercing and the ear piercing. He's looking wild. He's like, let's go to the rock bands, this guy. Oh my goodness. And, uh, and Horry's like, oh my, oh my goodness. I, I completely, Ignored this stranger that just showed up. Oh, jeez. Uh, but, you know, he was helping Soda out. So she's like, oh, thanks. Thanks for all the help. You know, I'm sorry for all the trouble that we caused you here. But this dude's like, oh, no problem. I'll show myself out. But then there's a tug on the jacket. And a little Soda, he doesn't want, he doesn't want Oni-chan. He calls pretty much everybody older than him, I suppose, Oni-chan. Because he says, Oni-chan, stay. And then, you know, Hori's like, yeah, no, no, you stay. We, we got to thank you. Please sit. And then they, they get the tea going. And she's like, oh, sorry for all the trouble. No, no, thank you. And then this is when Hori-san gets the first proper look at this dude. Uh, and he, she's like, this guy's got all the piercings. And then we find out what happened. Pierce dude was walking down the street. And then, <laughs> and then he saw that Soda got scared by a dog and fell face first. He just face planted. Oh, jeez. And he was right there. So, I mean, he did the decent thing and he picked up the little dude. And then this is where Pearson, he says, you know that soda coon? He's a sharp kid. He was able to tell me his name and address. So that's how they got home. And then she's like, oh, no, no, not really. He's so careless. I don't know what to do with him. This joker soda coon. Oh, jeez. And, and Pearson's is like, oh, still, it's amazing that you run all the house by yourself, Hori-san. I was super impressed. The house would fall down without you. Oh, my goodness. And then she's like, oh, no, not at all, not at all, blushing. And then she's like, oh, wait a minute. Hold the phone. Hold the phone, Pearson's dudes. How did you know my name? What's going on here? And then he's like, oh, well, it's it's, it's easy, right? You're Hori-san from class three. I mean, you know, that that's it, right? And she's like, ah, how do you know I'm Hori? Like, whoa, you go to my school? What's all this? 
And he's like, huh? What are you talking about? It's me, Miyamura. We're in the same class. Uh-oh, SpaghettiOs. Look at this. We have the panel here. This is like, you know, two sides of the same coin. We have Mr. Shodin, hair down, glasses, looking very, very normal. And then we have this outgoing, crazy striped t-shirts. Got the piercings. Got the, got the funky hairs. What's going on? These are the same dudes. The regular Miyamura in her head and the, the real Miyamura with the piercings come again. Huh? This is crazy. Oh my goodness. And then we go to the next day and, and Hori San, poor Hori San, this is still just boggling her mind. She's like, what's going on? She's making the frowny faces and everybody's like, what's going on with Hori San? And then she's like, oh, it's nothing. Really? And then she just can't, she can't grasp this new information. You know, that was really Miyamura. They, they are really the same life form. I still can't believe it. But even more embarrassing for her is that not only did, you know, she never put two and two together. Also, Miyamura saw her without makeup on. He saw her, the house chore hero, Hori-san, without the makeups. And, you know, she puts herself together for the schools. You know how it is. High school girls. But, you know, she wasn't, she didn't have anything on. Ah, what a mortal moment. Oh, jeez. So she's all blushing. Oh, my goodness. And she's like, even my buddies Yuki and Takeo, they haven't seen me without the makeup on. It's all about keeping up appearances. Uh, and her facade has been lifted here. Oh, jeez. Uh, so they're like, oh, Hori-san, you okay? What's going on with Hori? And she's thinking, for some reason, it's kind of hard to talk to Miyamura. But she composes herself. She's like, okay. Miyamura, got a minute. And he's like, huh? Can I really come over and hang out again? Is that what you want? And then she's like, no, not with me, dummy. With Soda. He keeps on saying he wants to play with Oni-chan again. And then he's like, oh, really? Oh, well, if that's the case, I'll just go and buy him a picture book. Don't be spoiling him, Miyamura. Jeez Louise. But this is like, oh, okay. And, and Miyamura's happy here. Because he's like, oh, this is a surprise. And Hori's like, what do you mean? And he says, well, you, you come to talk to me. After yesterday, oh, I just assumed that that was a one and done. That you just totally avoid me. You know what I mean? And he said, oh, well, I wouldn't do that. I mean, yeah, I'm definitely a little, I mean, yeah, I'm definitely feeling a little awkward. You know, like the, the split personas were me and Murr's here. Oh, jeez. And yes, I was freaked out. You were nothing like that at school. But that makes two of us. So it's no reason for me to avoid you. And then, uh-oh, Miyamura's got the blushings. Oh, and she's like, why are you blushing? And he's like, oh, well, I'm not really used to hearing any of that sort of thing, you know? It feels weird, I guess. And then he says, thanks. So you're like, oh, they're two peas in a pod, these two. Oh, my goodness. And that's when Hori-san notices, oh, Miyamura's got a pretty decent smile hidden beneath those those long, luscious locks and the, and the glasses. Cause he's usually always frowning, always mopey McGee. But there's a, there's a cute little smile hidden on her there. Oh my goodness. She's blushing a little bit as well. Oh jeez. And then she says, you should wear your hair up like yesterday more often and lose the glasses. Oh my goodness. Fashion, fashion police called out here. Oh jeez. And then he's like, well, yeah, but then my piercings would show. And then she's like, well, yeah, about those piercings. How many do you have? And he says, about nine. I got four in each ear, one in the lip. And she's like, that's too many if you ask me. And that's what my mom said. So poor Miyamura, he's getting no support here. Oh, jeez. 
And then we move on. Since me and Mura started coming over, I've learned a few things about him. We learned that he is not the crazy otaku type. He likes the manga, but he's not hes not buying the body pillows or the big, the, the pretty statues anytime soon. He's not really doing that. He's not quite a moe guy, he says. And also, his family runs a bakery and he brings cake often. Bada bing, Jem. Uh, he, he brings the cake presents. Straight away, Jem status. Oh my goodness. Uh, and thirdly, he pierced himself with a safety pin in middle school, which is a bit extreme. And he even goes to say, yeah, it definitely hurt when I made them piercings. Oh my goodness. Calm down, Miyamura. And fourth, last of all, uh, he's, he's pretty crummy when it comes to the old test scores. He has that kind of uh, nerd, nerdy aura to him. The otaku, like, you know, with the mopiness and all that. But uh, he's not really a brainy guy. We see here he's got the 52 and the 69s on the tests. Not not really that good. Actually, he's pretty surprised with how good Hori-san is. But Hori-san's got it all. She's got the friends. She's got the brains. She's got the looks. She's the perfect package. Oh, my goodness. All in the 90s on the test scores for Hori-san. And then she's like, oh, it's nothing special. I mean, it's better than him. And she's like, anyway, aren't quiet people with glasses usually good in school? <laughs> and, and, and me and Murray's like, oh, really? They are? Oh, that's news to me. And then even Sota, Sota Kuhn's chiming in. He's like, oh, it's exams and all this. Oh, my goodness. And they're, they're playing fun. They're having fun with the, they're having fun with the formulas and the X's. What does the range of X stand for and all this? Oh, my goodness. And they're, and they're chuckling. But then and Hori looks over and, and, me and Murr is chuckling, and then she's like, people who can't even find their way around the basics shouldn't be laughing at stuff like this. And then he gets all panicked, but they'll let you move on to the next grade as long as you don't actually fail, right? Oh my goodness. So, uh, me and Murr is having problems here. Oh, jeez Louise. Uh, but it's just some fun, some fun banter back and forth. But for some reason, the one, uh, the one subject that he scores perfectly is in health and physical education. And he says here with a blush, Maybe I'm just good at finding my way around the human body. Oh my goodness. The way you say that sounds dirty, says Hori. Oh jeez. And she's kind of looking over at these scores and looking at him and she's thinking, wow, all this really, it's making me realize all over again how off my first impression on Miyamura actually was. I don't think there are many people that really know this side of him. The real Miyamura underneath the baggy clothes and the and the unkept hair and the and the glasses and the otaku vibe and all that jazz. Oh my goodness. But then she's flicking through the, the newspaper flyers and then she's like, Oh, there's a time sale on eggs tomorrow. Oh my goodness. And he leans in and he gets all close looking up. Oh my goodness. And then she turns around. Oh, he's so close. His bottom eyelashes are surprisingly long. Oh my goodness. So, you know, there's, oh, there might be a little something going on. We got some of the bubbles. There might be a little bit of shoujo sparkle going on here. We'll see. And then she's like, I should probably stop staring at him. Oh my goodness. And then she's like, oh yeah, there's a time sale over in the store. Eggs will be cheap and there's no per person limit, but it only runs until 4 p.m. So it's going to be pretty tricky if you, if you don't get in straight away after school. And then she's like, no, don't worry about it. As long as there's no emergency committee meeting after school, I'll go wrestle us some eggs. Ding dong, after school, they get an announcement. All committee members, please report to the AV room immediately for an emergency meeting. Oh no. And then she's like, oh jeez, what's with this timing? And then she's like, oh, still. 
And then she sends a quick little text and she runs out the door. And then me and Mara's like, oh, Horisan, where are you going? And then he gets a, he gets a mail. He gets a text on his phone. Uh oh. And then it's pretty much from Hori saying, yeah, uh, time to exhale. Go, go buy him. Thanks. Leaving it all in charge for poor Miyamura san here. Oh, jeez. But Miyamura, he is a good sport. He's like, okay, I better get going. Time's nearly up on this, on this limited offer until 4 p.m. He's only got 20 minutes on the clock. So he goes running. But obviously he's all, he's wearing all his fancy clothes and his school blazer and he starts taking that off because it's so hot. And he's running and he's running and he takes off his glasses. And we, this is like more of the real uh, Miyamura being, being unshelled here. He is, he is coming out from under his shell because he's going to buy eggs. You see? The egg puns. Oh my goodness. And then he's, he, he leaps over the fence. He's like, nobody's going to see me. I'll leap over the fence. And he jumps over. And then, oh, whoops. He nearly bumps into Yuki-chan. And she's like, oh, eep. And then he's thinking, oh, that's the girl who's always with Hori-san. And, and Yuki-chan's just looking at him. And then <laughs> he's just in front of her and he says, sorry, the eggs. And then he runs. He runs. Yes, there's only 20 minutes, Yuki-chan. He's got to go get these eggs. And he's running. But Yuki-chan doesn't re- recognize this guy. He's like, who, who was that? Eggs? At the end of the day, Hori-san gets the whole story. They're, they're having some egg omelette here. Yummy. And she's like, oh jeez, I'm so sorry about all that big commotion. And poor, poor Miyamura, he's, he's all worn out. He's never going to another sale again. All them housewives, so scary. Oh jeez. But you know, he did buy three cards. That's incredible. You went above and beyond, says Hori-san. Oh my goodness. And then Miyamura spills the beans. By the way, I kind of bumped into somebody by accident. Whoopsies. And Hori-san, oh, what? Who you run into? The girl you call Yuki, Hori-san. And this is when Hori's is kind of, oh, we get a little twinge here of the heart. And, and she's like, oh, she's thinking, oh, right, is that it? You sure it was Yuki? Wait, you met her looking like that? Like the real Miyamura? And he's like, oh, don't worry, we didn't talk or anything. And then she goes, oh, yeah, I see. Hmm. And then she's thinking, what in the world am I thinking? For some reason, I don't want anybody but me. To see this side of you. Oh my goodness. Uh, Miyamura looks up. Uh, oh, she's like, oh, sorry, that's nothing. Forget I said it. Oh, jeez, I'll make the barley teas. Maybe there's still some in the fridge. Oh my goodness. And, and Miyamura's just looking at her. And then he says, Hori-san, me too. When you're dressed like that, and when you're cooking, and when you get all loud, when you're angry. Oh my goodness, this is just that, that little side of Hori. That's just for him. When they're all hanging out, having the dinners. I'm playing with soda, and, and that's the real Hori and the real Miyamura. Oh my goodness. Actually, even the way you wear your hair or whatever at home. And um, I'm kind of into the whole broad thing you have going on, so he doesn't know when to show up. Uh, poor Hori's blushing. Oh my goodness. Because usually she's all, you know, all dressed up, and now she's blushing that some guy's looking at her like this. Oh jeez, that's enough out of you. I feel like I wouldn't want to share all that with anyone else. That's what Miyamura says. And then Hori's thinking, that makes the two of us. Oh my goodness. You know, it's like this time is meant just for me. That's the feeling I get. Oh my goodness. Blush. And Hori says, that's the dumbest thing I ever heard, you big dummy. And she takes one of the, like, the barley teas and she puts it right next to his cheek. It's all so cold. Oh my goodness. And then she's like, oh jeez. 
How could he say something so embarrassing like that with a straight face? Is it an unconscious tick or is he just totally clueless? We get the sense I, from the from the first volume. I read the first volume here. We get the sense that Miyamura here, he's very tactless when it comes to stuff like this. Whatever's on his mind, he just blurts it out like the big dummy he is. And Hori's all flustered. She's like, you're so dumb, really dumb, so very, very dumb. You're a big dummy dummy, you dumb dumb king dummy over here. Oh, jeez. And Soda Kun, he says, oh, once Soda, once Oni Chan starts calling you dumb, she doesn't stop. Oh, my goodness. So you can see she's getting all blush and flustered. Oh, jeez. And, and me and Murray at the audacity, he starts laughing it up, chuckling away. And he just, he just thinks this is the funniest. And Hori's like, I don't get it. And then she's thinking, everybody has a side. They don't show anyone else. We may have stumbled onto each other's sides by chances, but ellipses. And then Miyamura says, yeah, don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't like who you are at school, but this you, the one who gets mad like that and doesn't dress up at home, I think this Hori-san is way cuter. Oh my goodness. He's smiling, the beams and the little sparkles, and then Hori's just blushing. And then she thinks the two of us have ended up sharing time reserved for our eyes only with each other. And she says, you know what? Just say whatever you want, dummy. Oh, my goodness. There you go. That is the end of chapter one. And what a, what a nice little chapter that was. What a, what a charming little first chapter. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's short and sweet. 36 pages. But it, it does all it needs to. You know what I mean? We get introduced to... Our two little lovebirds here, Hori-san and Miyamura. And the central theme of, you know, keeping up appearances. And there's more than meets the eye behind the scenes. What's really going on? The real Miyamura and the real Hori-san, they both have something to hide here. You know, we will learn later on that uh, Miyamura, he actually kind of likes the whole gloomy otaku vibe that he gets off at school. Because he, he doesn't want to stand out from the crowd. And with all those piercings that he's got, he definitely would be the center of attention. So he's perfectly content to to kind of coast on by, not with the high scores, not with anything crazy. While in contrast, Hori-san, she's already in the spotlight. She's, uh, she's the perfect girl. She's got all the friends. She's got all the high scores. She's got all the looks. She's got everything. But really, she's a family gal. And she cares about Soda-kun. But she doesn't really want to reveal that side to her. There's two mystery sides here. We have Hori-san. She doesn't want her, all her friends knowing that she's looking after her kid brother. Even though that's pretty, you know, fair play to Hori-san here. She's keeping the house up and running. She's, all, you know, only young. But she's doing it all by herself. Uh, but she doesn't, you know, she doesn't want to. She wants to be cool with her friends and all that jazz. You know how it is. High school shenanigans. Uh, and meanwhile, Miyamura here, he doesn't want his his piercings and his crazy lifestyle get, getting out into the public. So they both have something to hide here. And there's kind of like a, a shared relatability there. And that's how they get closer. But a big, you see, it's not nothing crazy. You know, this is not anything wild. Usually in manga, you have to have some crazy concept. Oh, there's five quintuplets. They're all quintessential. You know what I mean? It's nice to see that romance blossoming out of something so simple. And to start, there's no crazy confessions or anything here. It's only it's only 33 pages. And they play it nice and cool and subtle throughout the, the first volume. I've read it all. 
Uh, and it's just, you know, the, them getting a little closer together. A couple of, couple of curveballs thrown into here. There's another guy who ends up liking Hori San and then they end up being buddies with Miyamura. So it's nice. It's just, it's just wholesome school shenanigans. And they're kind of keeping each other's mysteries together and getting a little bit closer to each other as a result. Oh my goodness. So I would think that this is like, this is clearly not as uh, complex a manga as Kaguya Sam and Love is War. There's not as many different angles and everything going on here, but it's just a nice and simple love story. This feels more like a, a shoujo title, really, than a, than a shonen. This is a shonen title, but it really, it feels, it's got that kind of down-to-earth, just charming little uh, realistic, well, as realistic as manga can be. It's got that type of vibe going to it, you know? Uh, and I like it. It's it's charming, as I said. Uh, a nice little chapter, no doubt about it. So I would go with a 8.5. 8.5, I think it's solid. The art style is nice. A little simple, but I think that works as well. Like, the it's cute vibes going on here. Uh, and ultimately, uh, it's just a nice little relaxing read. You know, you pick it up and you, you breathe a sigh of relief. Oh, that's, that's charming, that is. Oh, my goodness. And I bet even with the anime as well. That would uh, evoke the same vibe, you know. You're just having a nice relaxing, hanging out with Hori-san and Miyamura and the crazy shenanigans they get up to buying the eggs. Oh my goodness, bada big. Thank you for listening to Luke's Like That Read This on the Weird Science Manga Podcast. Now you gotta do three things before you go, before I let you go. Number one, head on over to at Weird Manga on the Twitters and follow us and we will follow you back. That is the weird science way of doing business. Uh, and it is, of course, your one-stop shop for all the latest and greatest manga news. Oh boy. Uh, number two, while you're at it, you will notice that on the Twitter, we have a link to our weirdsciencemanga at gmail.com email address. And through that, you can send us all of your questions and your queries. Uh, you will read them all out as we do. You send us in your top sevens, send in your requests, and you might get added to the Manga Monday recommendation list. Oh my goodness. And last of all, last but not least, check out the Weird Science Manga Podcast Patreon, where you can get access to the full Manga Monday experience. 14 early access episodes, with new episodes added every week for your listening pleasure. It is just that easy. But I want to thank everybody for listening, and to stay tuned to the Weird Science Manga Podcast for more manga goodness.